BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a Loman Ale, and remember, no droids allowed. And thank you guys so much for uh, tuning in to the Cantina here on the uh, Genreverse YouTube channel and podcast network available on all of your favorite uh, <coughs> podcast apps including amazon music these days we we recently in the last month or so got onto amazon music i'm kyle the guy over on the other side of the screen is cam also on the other other side of the pond as they like to call it <laughs> sure uh cam how's it going man not too bad not too bad um busy I'm, week uh, a lot of news yeah. this week to digest a lot, and, and a lot of it centered and it on the same a thing. very slow week up to a point, and then yeah. everything seemed to just kind of happen over the last 24, 40 hours. So. It did, it did. Uh, it's It's been a, a relatively interesting uh, last few few days, especially if you are into Hollywood drama. Uh, Hollywood drama, you're probably just eating the, this up. And I'm not talking like the, uh, uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not like the relationship drama, but like internal, like Hollywood yeah. drama, like Some studio and stuff. yes, and which I am a sucker for. <laughs> so uh, you guys can check out uh, Daily Cup of Genre and uh, Breaking Geek Radio this week, especially uh, to uh, see several episodes uh, deep dive into the, the happenings over at uh, DC and Warner Brothers, uh, speci- specifically surrounding uh, Wonder Woman and now Superman. <laughs> oh my God! Does that that mean in January we're gonna get uh, some some Batman announcements? Because that would that would uh, kind of round out the the Trinity there, right? Uh, anyways, this is the Star Wars show, so you guys can That's find right. other other things there. We got a lot of other uh, great content, written news and reviews, and uh, celebrity interviews and more. I'm sure you guys have been talking about this nonstop and like Daily yeah. Cog. I haven't watched yep. them yet because I've not had time this week. But um, you know, I'm guessing that's what you've been yeah. chatting about. Um, 
But there is a connection. Uh, Patty Jenkins, mm. who was doing Wonder, uh, the Wonder Woman franchise uh, back in, in 2020, had been tapped, announced mm-hmm. uh, to be doing uh, directing Rogue Squadron. When this was before Wonder Woman 84. She had a really fancy little intro for uh, the announcement at, at Disney Plus Day or whatever it was when it was announced. Or, or yeah, whatever, whenever it was announced. I forget the the. Uh, event that it was announced at uh, but uh, we all were kind of like okay yeah we'll, we'll see how it goes One, Wonder Woman was alright we'll, we'll see what a- 84 is like and after 84 a lot of people went okay can we can we talk about this pick <laughs> especially uh, me however uh, after she was um, no longer able to move forward on Wonder Woman 3 uh, the way she worded it uh, yeah. she did release a, a statement because there was a lot of he said, she said going on the last few days. Yeah. And uh, she mentions Rogue Squadron in this. Um, did you bring, did you ever get it up, Cam, for you to, <laughs> did you ever get the article up for you to read? <laughs> uh, that one, no. I didn't. Okay. So you can, you can do that. No one. problem. I've, I've got the next one. No problem. So uh, here's her official statement that she she released regarding Wonder Woman and and what there is with uh, Rogue Squadron here. She said, uh, here are the facts. One uh, originally left Rogue Squadron after a long uh, and productive development process when it became clear it couldn't happen soon enough. And I did not want to delay Wonder Woman 3 any further. When I did, Lucasfilm asked me to consider coming back to RS Rogue Squadron after uh, Wonder Woman 3, which I was honored to do, so I agreed. They made a new deal with me. In fact, I am still on it, and that project has been in uh, active development ever since. Uh, I don't know if it will happen or not. We never do until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead uh real simple everything else pretty much goes into other things not related to to Rogue squadron but that whole first paragraph dedicated it was it was almost like she was uh um responding to two different things because there was some uh rogue squadron stuff not yeah in the two recent rumors. past there was yeah. some stuff come out that people were saying oh that hair rogue, rogue squadron was a mess and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff um this is the thing, when I reported that, this is the thing I said, though, Patty isn't writing the script for Rogue Squadron, so... No, but the direction the, of no, but Wonder Woman 84 was trash, too. <laughs> but, that's, but that's not what would be happening at this point in the process, though, Kyle. Yeah, no. Do you know what I mean? So at this point yeah. in the process, it's about getting the script right. Um, if there was issues with that, that wouldn't really fall on heart, I would imagine. However, it does kind of back up more what we had heard that that there might be have been some technological challenges that they were not able to overcome. Um, the way she talks about um, they couldn't make it quick enough to suit yep. her and her schedule um, yeah. sounds like she wanted to go, but yeah, but no, I, I'm not going to say what, what, but either the script wasn't ready or something else wasn't ready yeah. to push when she was. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'd rather if something wasn't right that they did take their time. But I, I don't, you know, I think this is a very 
different thing from Wonder Woman 84 where she kind of almost had carte blanche. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't think she's getting that on Rogue Squadron, um, especially when she's not coming up with a story even to, to begin with herself. Um, so it, this isn't like a, a Wonder Woman 3 situation where her pitch has been rejected, you know, if, if, if that makes sense. It's, I mean, I, I'd imagine Lucasfilm are happy with the pitch that she'd given. That's why they announced all that at first. Nothing's changed at Lucasfilm, so why would they suddenly be unhappy with it? Um, you know, the difference at DC is their movies have not been successful. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. And, um, and James Gunn and Peter Safran I've been told we, we want to have a successful film franchise. Please create that. And it seems at the moment as if their decision is to just reboot and start again, which there is an argument for. Um, but that's that's a not possible one, yeah. with Star Wars. Um, no. It's a completely different beast. Um, so, so I don't know. It's, it's an interesting one. Um, but it, it kind of, it doesn't really match the narrative that, we we kind of that was rumored that that Rogue Squadron was a mess and they were unhappy with her. I, I'm not. I don't get that feeling um, from this. And considering the amount of rubbish that's been printed recently, I mean, the reason she had to release this statement was because there was, uh, you know, there was people reporting that she had basically walked away. They weren't doing it her mm-hmm. way. She wasn't doing it at all, um, and kind of threw her toys out the pram and. From what she and James Gunn are saying, that's that's just not the case whatsoever. No, no. They decided almost. to not go. I mean, a, a big thing why they why they wouldn't want to go in your direction is like because we're not going to stick with Gal Gadot and we're going to reboot the whole thing. You know, I could see her going, "Oh, that doesn't work for me." Um, you know, um, so yeah, we're going to move in a completely different direction. That's why we rejected Wonder Woman three. Um, you know, I'm not saying that they will do that, but I'm yeah. just saying that that would be a more realistic possibility based on the circumstances we know it'd be fact. Yeah, I, I I agree, and uh, um, like I said, it's it's to me very ob- obvious that she my thing froze for a second. I lost a whole eighteen frames. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Um, it does seem that she. Uh, was responding to to multiple uh things and like i like i said i i have my own fears and and concerns about rogue squadron because of her regardless of of what position because in in wonder woman 84 she held multiple uh positions so to speak and the movie suffered across like like all 
aspects. Mm. That being said, uh, she was the director for the first film, and that was relatively competent and uh, uh, relatively enjoyable. I wouldn't say that I, you know, some people that call it, you know, Sorry. the the greatest, you know, when when they say the greatest female led superhero film, I'm like, well, what do you what do you count as a superhero film? Because it's like par for course as a as a superhero film in general female exactly so it's it's kind of like yeah compared to yeah compared to like a catwoman superman we've never really had wonder women since the old 70s tv series so right but it's like compared to captain marvel okay yeah sure but if you want to start bringing in some other yeah, other things eh. i would probably say i thought wonder woman was a better movie than captain marvel yeah exactly uh, but like it you was said, better than women and better than Catwoman, but there's that not was, a whole really bad. lot to um, compare to there's not a lot no black widow um uh, i prefer black widow ones uh, Black Widow or Wonder Woman? Uh, because of Florence Pugh, I'll take Black Widow. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> there you go. Um, so yeah, I, I, I do hope that in a more, um, what do you want to call it? A more collaborative process that she will. And my camera's being stupid. Sorry, guys. Uh, that she'll do better in a, yeah. in a collaborative process like she did why with the why first would you hope Wonder for any Woman. different uh, we can at the end of the day you say you've got fears i totally understand that yeah but you know we're not in the know we haven't seen the pitches mm-hmm. anything like that so nope. someone thinks it's a good idea we'll judge it when it when and if it comes out but i think there is still that if there is still that if there it is and she even mentions that specifically <laughs> yeah. she she says uh i don't know if it will happen or not uh, we never do in the uh, until the development process is complete, but I look forward to its potential ahead. I'm that's a that's See, a big. That's if. one of the big differences with Marvel, right? So Marvel mm-hmm. announce a project and then they say, right, we've got to this date, roughly speaking, to get a product out, and then they'll throw out any idea that doesn't work till they hit on the one that does, and then they develop that, and then they keep working on it. Mm-hmm. Whereas Star Wars, you're more coming in with an idea. You're pitching that idea to begin with rather than them setting up a name, if you like. Um, and then you have to wait and see. But if the development process goes awry, if you like, on something like that, well, you can't just go, right, let's get different writers and different creative people in and go with the same story because they deal with their own ideas. And, you know, then they're coming into something that that's been created by someone else it is slightly trickier i think than um yeah. than what marvel have in, in their situation so yeah, yeah interesting but that seems that. to be how they work and i think we just have to let that process happen yeah and it's it's interesting to uh have her comments so uh on point for this next story but sean levy who's been uh tapped to have a a star wars movie uh, got to talk a bit about, you know, the process of finding out he's going to get one and, and things like that. Uh, why don't you uh, tell us what Sean yeah. had to had to say? Sean spoke to Collider and, and just talking about it, we all know that it's been confirmed that he is developing a Star Wars film mm-hmm. for him to direct. Um, but he does kind of really make it clear in this interview that it is in a development stage. And the key point for him is he knows that there are 
developed you know films that have fell by the wayside if you like and he does not want to be one of those people he kind of thinks this is his one chance so you know he's working his ass off basically to, to try and, and get that right uh, so he starts off you know talking about how if, if you told him back when he was directing tv shows if he'd been in a star wars movie one day he would never have um he'd never have um you know, believed it and how stoked and pleased he is and everything like that. But he did say this specifically about, you know, the situation we're talking about here, which Star Wars is a really bad record for. Um, yes, I'm very aware of the ratio of filmmakers who get to the starting line. As you know, Steve, I'm a student of the business and Steve, Steve Weintraub that he spoke to. And so, of course, I note that. Here's my attitude. I have this golden ticket into a galaxy far away and I'm going to devote myself to developing a screenplay that gives me the privilege of making this movie. I don't attach to things because it looks good in a trade announcement. I'm attaching to things that I intend to make. And you better believe I'm not going to squander this juiciest of opportunities. I'm going to work my ass off. But first, I got to work my ass off in making Deadpool. As you know, it's <laughs> making Deadpool 3. So it's definitely a longer term planning. So that kind of gives us a good idea of where we are at the moment with this one as well. But I want to be one of the movies that gets to the starting line because these are rare, rare opportunities and I want to make the most of it. Um... Yeah, and he does go on to say that he'd been talking with Kathy Kennedy for a while. She's aware of his passion for it. Stars Fanny she came to him and she was like, let's do something here. And that's as much as he can say at the moment, because obviously he doesn't want to give any of his ideas away that he has pitched mm -hmm. to her um, at this moment in time. So very much Sean's movie is in the development stage at the moment. I would guess it is further behind Tyka's, because this feels like where we were when Tyka's movie was announced as well. Um, yeah. and that was further ago so unless Tyke has just done a George R.R. R. Martin and just not written anything for the last six months which I don't think is really his personality yeah. then it's most yeah. likely that the Tyke would take project if you like is at least further on in his eyes anyway uh, than the Sean Levy one at the moment um, so that came up I mean there was all those rumours about a movie coming out and everything like that so you know it begs the question, which is furthest along where at the moment? So we've got four Star Wars movies that we know for a fact <clears throat> are in development, right? Right. We have Rogue Squadron, yeah. Patty yeah. Jenkins, we've just talked about that. We have Kevin Feige's movie, which mm -hmm. we know it was being written by Michael Waldron. And yeah. I think it's rumoured that, who was, it, who was it rumoured to be directing it again? I forgot on that. I don't remember. Uh, Kevin, <laughs> what's that? I just said, What'd you it say? doesn't oh. matter, I guess. But, yeah, go, okay, um, keep, keep You know, um, it's because I, I don't think it was, you know, a, a definite anyway. We're, we're not kind of at that stage for it yet. And then we'll get Tyke's movie and then we'll get the Sean Levy one as well. That's as far as I know, unless I'm missing any rumour that came up and, you know, or trade report that came up that I've, I've, I've forgotten or something. That to me is four movies in the go. And all oh, wait, wait, you, for, you forgot one. It's never been officially cancelled. Ryan Johnson's trilogy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I guess that is in development yeah, in terms yeah, of yeah. Ryan Johnson probably <laughs> thinks about it before he goes to sleep at night. Yeah. I wonder what I'm going to do in that if I ever get he's a chance. Got a, he's, but, got a, but he's got a notepad a filled with story. Yeah, now. I mean, <laughs> that one seems the furthest away of, of all of them. But, you know, we have four that all God, seem yeah. to me roughly to be in the yeah. same development stage. 
you know, so can we guarantee all four of them are going to be movies? I, I don't think we can. I don't think we can. Um, but which ones will and which ones won't? Let's throw a few dice up in there and see which way they land. Um, everybody will be determined to make a Star Wars film. They all want to pull off the Star Wars film. The only one that I would say probably it will get made at some point is Kevin Feige's movie because he's got too much power for them to kind of say, no, you're not getting that short, Kevin, yeah, after all the money you've made for us. You're not going to, your idea, we just don't like it and we're not what if, it. What if it's not, what if it's not uh, them that says no? What if Kevin's like, you know, hold on, guys. I need to get this uh, house that Stan built back in order because... This shit's a mess. It's like a, a four-year-old threw a tantrum in, in the MCU right now. Right, well, yeah, I get what you mean. That's his main yeah. focus, and it? it should be. That's his job yeah. at the end of the day. But this is... He has made Disney a bucket load of money. Oh, yeah. And he, I uh, think oh, he if does he wants to, it's, it's happening. Chances are, yeah. And as a producer, it's up to him to pick the right script. Yeah. You know, do all that anyway. So so that's the one I think, you know, even if it's 10 years away, we will get at some point. We will yeah. get a Kevin Feige produced Star Wars movie. But the other three, I think, could go anyway, depending on, you know, Tychus could just go into development hell. Who knows? Sean's could go off in a way where he just can't get it right. I, I fingers crossed all these people do nail it. Because um, we but, would love some good Star Wars but it I doesn't mean, feel Andor like a plan. Amazing. So this doesn't feel to me like a plan, no Kyle, if that makes sense. You know, it no. feels like different people coming with different pitches for different movies, possibly yeah. set in different time periods and not and particularly I, related to I'm, each other. I'm all right with that. I'm okay with that. I don't need another saga right now. If 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 and I can hear <laughs> Janet screaming because of of the stuff in, in DC uh, and I and I told him that it, that it's because of what we are sold. We were sold that the Marvel Cinematic Universe is connected, and Phase Four is leading uh, uh, with a multiverse. We were sold You've a bill been sold of goods. That Star Wars is a connected universe. No, I mean, we perhaps the canons even more precise. No, we were, Star Wars. We were sold on the Skywalker saga, and we were sold on certain events having, you know, they happened. We, especially as an EU reader, I'm used to and enjoyed the from the comics to the games to the to the novels. I enjoyed bouncing from story to story, from even time period to time period. You know, set really close to the to the OT, set 20 yeah. years from the OT, set during the the uh, uh, old Republic. All all of that, I'm okay with it. That's that's why, as long as you don't sell me on one thing and deliver something else i'm okay with there being a more dis disparate uh star yeah, I wars understand what you're saying. stories i do understand but i would also be fine with a, a new saga if you sell a new saga and it is in indeed a, a new saga <laughs> yeah, i think so. for me i like I like the long-form storytelling of the original mm. trilogy. I love a trilogy that's done right as a proper trilogy. And Star Wars, to me, is like the perfect trilogy, you know, up there, you know, because yes. I think there are some missteps along the way at, at certain points in Jedi. I accept that. Same with The Godfather 3. It kind of felt like a bit, you know, at the end of that. And yeah, but man, does, trilogy does Jedi not hit so hard yeah, when it yeah, does? That, that's, oh. the thing. that's the thing. It's got more highs oh. where... 
you know, whereas I think Godfather Three doesn't have enough highs to to to, to yeah downplay the lows. Jedi does, yeah. I think. Um, yeah, and there's a few other you know trilogies out there that have, have kind of happened since that are connected in that way. But it kind of always felt part of Star Wars's DNA to me. So you know, I've always said if you gave me Star Wars in my mind, if if I was writing a story to Star Wars, I would just think of it as a three act story across three movies that's how my mind would go because that's when i'm going into star wars mode yeah um so i would you know as a fan i have to say that i would like to see another trilogy at some point a plot you know something that somebody's put some one of these people actually pitches look this isn't just one film it's actually you know (laughs) and here's the kind of where i'm going you know this is the start roughly this needs to happen in the middle but here's the kind of end game i have all that in my head but not in tremendous detail but I've got a bit more detail for the first one do you buy the idea and you know I'd love to see that again um, yeah I'm down with Star that Wars too. universe as well so yeah I'm, just I'm down happens. with I, I'm down I'm down with either or so long as whatever you're selling and I don't mean you have to tell me the the actual story i'm i'm fine being surprised I'm just saying don't tell me three projects are gonna for, forever change the universe and then none of them do because <laughs> i'm gonna yeah. i'm gonna be upset you know like, yeah. I, like I have been with with marvel uh but yeah i i'm okay with both the one thing i'm not really okay with though is hanging around seriously treaded water like like we are we are talking about the the waters around the o- ot are so muddy it looks like the freaking gulf of mexico right now if you've yeah. ever been on 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 the gulf in like mississippi and alabama it's garbage looking water that's what that's what playing around between episodes three and four so damn much has done <laughs> there's just this little puddle of crystal Perfect. clear blue crystal clear there's like the a natural <laughs> reef and bay that has has just formed right right there it and looks like that uh that blue hole occasionally spot comes somewhere. out it's a yeah. bit cleaner as well <laughs> yes um most but, of uh, buffets stuck in the ground no? god um it is it sucks so that's the one thing i don't want more of i I'm, I'm okay with the more of the the andor relative the tv series but when it comes to movies i think it's time we move somewhere yeah. else if post and, skywalker post yeah. three or way before or mm-hmm. way 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 ahead you know something like that yep so uh and and uh yeah yeah that's that's what Here's i'm a question looking for, for you. Do you know mm-hmm. we've been talking because this will kind of seek us on to the next story, anyways? Okay. You know, because nice. we're going to talk about some skeleton crew stuff that's kind of it's mm-hmm. in rumors, you know, none of this is hard fact. But one of the, the rumors we talked about in previous episodes was that skeleton crew might see them going to an unexplored part of the universe, mm-hmm. whether that be another galaxy entirely or, you know, that's possibly close by or just a completely unexplored part of this galaxy that we don't really know much about. Um, what about, th- this is kind of related to what we just spoke about, what about some kind of sideways story that almost we don't know when it's set? It could have been set right in the middle of the, the OT, but in this completely different place, like almost see the force in a different galaxy and how that defined its peoples, you know? Well, so one, I am, 
and and I say this because I pointed out the the EU uh, at least references or or analog with the Yuzon Vong and uh, them coming ex- from being extra galactica uh, extra galactica uh, <laughs> extra galactic. Um, and I mentioned uh, the outbound flight project, uh, which was the the Republic's uh, scientific exploration beyond the galaxy. Um, I don't want them to, and I also don't like muddying the Force any any more than it has already been played with by people, in, including George himself and and Dave Filoni. Um, so this this idea of the Force and even Force users within uh, uh, the Star Wars galaxy now, like the Night Sisters being the uh, being the rumor. Uh, being different in, in the force because they come outside of the the galaxy that starts getting me worried about the the scale of of star wars even more because it's like well if if uh almost every you know if if different force users are, are different because of where they come from are we really going to invite three four five galaxies worth of of creatures See, I never saw it as the, fact that and... the force works different just that how well, it was they the way feel it about worded. it and how they about that. See, I always think yeah. it was more. And remember, this is coming from a rumor site, so how they yes, word yes. it isn't necessarily going to be yeah, how yeah, it's yeah. done. But to me, it was more like saying how people view the force and and use it. Yeah, but is different. again, you but don't it doesn't mean, mean the powers are any different. It just means I, that I it could be like a different religious yeah, order. Yeah, I understand. I understand that, but you don't. You don't need them powers. to. I I understand that that as well and and i think we even talked about that a bit last last week so maybe my brain just having issues connecting it but even maybe. regardless it still is on it's an unnecessary addition and and scale and mm. it, it really causes there to be a lot because now you'll you'll have those people that are like well let's go play in this this other other galaxy because it's a, a fresher sandbox yeah. there's there's been less That's cats yep. shitting in this sandbox mm-hmm. But now what happens to the original? Now do we have this Star Wars label on everything? And because of how drastically different this is, is it is it really Star Wars? And I just I agree with you there. Yeah, yeah, you don't need you don't need them to be extra galactic in origin for them to have a, a reason for their beliefs or power for, for yeah. that matter to be different. Just having been brought up in a, in an area less or more in, influenced by uh, galactic politics is enough to to make your entire uh, culture and beings and and people different. Yeah. So uh, the the scale. Yeah, I'm kind of with you on that because for me, like if you go to a different galaxy, the distances between galaxies are like extreme, yes. right? And most of the time, and when Distance Pegasus galaxy edge, Pegasus is, galaxy edge is crashing is the... into our galaxy at the moment, and mm-hmm. it's still so far away, it's not even real, you know. And it's they're coming towards each other, which is quite unusual. Um, most of them are moving further away from it. So I don't know. They're saying it's a long time ago, so maybe it could be a point in the universe when galaxies were still closer together, which is a fact that that, that was the case. Do you but, really take the long time ago serious? Because didn't George say that it was just a nah, a storytelling thing? It doesn't thing? matter. It doesn't matter. It's okay, irrelevant. Okay. It does. Yeah. It really is well, irrelevant because I know because some people that that one of technology society could come up right. You know, at any I, point in time, it doesn't need to be reference to how where our contemporary. Time I know sits. people that uh, and and even will use the whole Indiana Jones wink wink nudge nudge 
see my movie and your movie thing as as a know they're story-wise connected I, I know people that do take the a long time ago in a in a galaxy far far away and that is another fear i would have is them saying this this new galaxy is our galaxy mm. Uh, no, yeah, <laughs> no yeah. earth prime, yeah, yeah, no, like no, no earth in, in star Wars guys. I, I know. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you on that. I mean, they could just explain that humans at some point in the past seem to have spread everywhere. Maybe that's how we ended up Earth. You know what I mean? Who knows? But at any point you don't need to connect it. My issue with the whole other galaxies thing was that you would kind of, the point is that they, they are so far away from each other that they would they would go up independent of each other. You wouldn't mm-hmm. have regular contact. You wouldn't imagine. That would be my guess. So it would be like how animals in Australia evolved completely different from animals in the rest of Asia because yeah. because it split off millions yeah. and millions of years ago and was All completely separate. Lonesome. That's what you would expect from another galaxy. So it's almost like you're creating a brand new sandbox. And if you're creating a brand new sandbox, you don't have to stick to the same aesthetic. The technology is yeah. used. What's the point yeah. of calling it Star Wars anymore? What's you're the point kinda, of calling it Star Wars? You're kind of just getting adding the label on for a selling factor or so yeah. you can use trademark stuff like the Force and lightsabers. You know? That as well. Indeed. And indeed. And and like I said, even if even if everything else being fair and perfect, the the scale of it just starts getting ridiculous. And as much as I loved Star Wars Visions, I don't want Star Wars proper to become anime yeah. where everything is this this power uh, I mean, power crawl yeah, yeah, that's I, just yeah, ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult to do though. <sighs> I'm still interested to see where Skeleton Crew goes, though. You know, it maybe it's just an unexplored part of the galaxy, which is kind of yeah. cool, you know, and I'm all it for that. Be. In terms of the rumours about it, though, MSW did have, and this, this is a funny one because MSW, I read it through Best Ben Bulletin initially, and they had something to add to this as well, but the initial report came from MSW who'd said, um, they were having problems. Um, but I'll read it exactly what best been bulletin reported on it which they then added to which kind of gives you the full picture <clears throat> the unfortunate part of the report is that msw has heard from various people who formerly worked in skeleton crew who's informed them that the shoot has been tougher than past california based star wars productions crew members reportedly felt underappreciated disposable and disrespected which resulted in low morale and many staff members leaving the production unfortunately i too have heard similar things and it truly saddens me um MSW specifically said the production schedule was grueling and the crew felt underappreciated, disposable and disrespected. There were management shifts and the morale fell pretty low recently. So that's the kind of rumours of, if you like, trouble on set. Now, whether this is a few people that maybe got the hump because they get rid of them or something and then went tattling tails, I mean, that's a hard thing to quantify, you know, was was there five people that were assholes that left the crew and everybody else is like, actually, I'm yeah. really enjoying this, I don't know what those dicks were all about. I mean, you just, it's hard to, um, to kind of quantify that, but hey, that's the rumour anyway. And it, Any thoughts on that? Well, didn't we hear, um, what's his name? Uh, that's uh, doing these movies or this, this series. Didn't John we Watts? hear that some rumors not too long ago of people saying he's hard to work with, or, or was that Jude Law? 
I'm having trouble remembering. I'm, I have this memory. I'll, I'll try to look it up. Um, let's see. Here. Yeah, that, this isn't. You know, uh, normally if you see some a uh, oh, yeah, 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 and it will come to me. But you yeah, know, I've usually got a good memory for this sort of stuff. Uh, it's not ringing a bell for that me. That one's from two days ago, so that's not going to be. Yeah, it's not it. See. I would have remembered writing it two days ago. No, 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 no. Two day. What we are talking about now, all already, but what I'm something something else sorry i, yeah. I think i misspoke i'm i i must have misspoke we're, we're good anyways um i mean why why would this one have have issues because it's not a, a feloni project but ni- neither was um uh andor and that seemed to go rel- relatively smooth and as much of a god-awful mess you know, kenobi things is, happen on tv that, series sometimes yeah. you know I mean, I don't. As long as you get a good product, it. Um, that, that's my main concern as a consumer. Um, I can't really worry about the ends of it as long as people aren't being like, you know, uh, I don't know what's the word I'm looking for, like humanitarianly, you know, not getting looked after and stuff like that. You know, that, that would be a concern as, as long as it's all kind of above board. It's, it's it's no major great to me if somebody had a shit day at work every time they went to work skeleton crew, but they didn't when they went to work and. I don't know, something else. You know, the point is, the crew seemed to love making Obi-Wan Kenobi and it was, you know, so, you know, and and actually Boba Fett seems similar in terms of they all seem to have a great time making it. But it was a bit... That was awful too. Maybe they they do need a a heavy hand there at the... (laughs) at the wheel some of the uh, classic films of all time had very troubled shoots and very well documented dramas that, that are far beyond anything that we've ever had you know what Star Wars movie. i've i've thought about that before um hearing stories on on all sorts of movies that that you truly love whether it's uh the original ninja turtles or it's uh groundhog day if it's freaking ghostbusters if you know, there's there's lots of things uh i home, mean ghostbusters is a classic of if you look at the concept of what it was when they first come up with oh yeah what we got on screen it's <laughs> and not even the same no thing. Bar- barely anything there um but it shows that and the way they get to the finish line is because of dedication and, yeah. and passion. And trying they, to make they, it work and admitting when it doesn't work. And... Hardest. And so, so when it makes it to the screen, generally if yeah. it did have a generally if it had issues. Not always. Not always. Sometimes hard no, sometimes things make it issues to the screen and, and the they're issues still the shit. Of why it's shit. You know, it yeah. does happen both ways. Yeah. Anywho, uh, there was the other thing about yeah. that was there was some kind of plot information, if you like. Um, potentially, obviously, again, rumors we right. can't say for certain, but we, we don't have any clue about this stuff ourselves. So, this is what MSW said. Um, spoiler alert potentially, people, if you don't want to hear anything about <laughs> it. Uh, sources have said Jews Law's character is a teacher, and the show is like a field trip in and out of the known Star Wars universe with. The Goonies, basically. Jude Law's part instructor of the students, part, you know, the older kind of person that looks after them as like Bran was in the Goonies. They contend with pirates in unknown territories. 
The journey takes him through rough spots into opulent places. Um, and he also says he saw some masks of aliens that were used, and one of them was a weak way that looked really like Hondo Wanaka. But then, as I said in my kind of coverage of this, I'm not being specious, but all weak ways kind of look the same to me. <laughs> um, I'm not being funny, but they really do. It's kind of just the same mask, but they put different things yeah. on them like to make them look different. So, so I don't know. It doesn't make sense to me why he would turn up. But at the same time, he's a fan-loved character. You won't know him because you don't really watch Clone Wars, but he is actually a really good character they that you would him probably in, enjoy. Uh, they used him in um, at Galaxy's Edge, didn't they? Uh, Any one of the animatronics there on the Millennium Falcon ride? I, li- I live in the UK, you know, and oh, I'm, not, I'm not rich. I remember don't these places. I will never visit any of these places. No, I figured you remembered, like, seeing a, a news thing. Yeah, he, he is. He was used uh, at, like, um, uh, Galaxy's Edge. He's he's an animatronic there. So that's that's where I know him from. He, and he not having been there, because I've never been there, I just he he saw up the internet. Clone Wars, he turned up Rebels as well. He was probably a bit better than Rebels because he was like older and kind of just more of a, a, kinda, a cocky criminal, if you like, that you kind of, <laughs> has got the best interest at heart, but isn't really a bad, bad, bad guy, you know, at the same time, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's one of those types of characters, a lovable rogue, that's, that's the word I want to use, but I mean, whether he's in it or not, it's hard to say, but but that kind of, I mean, we don't know whether this stuff is genuine or not, but it kind of matches enough of the little other tidbits that we've heard. Some of them coming from the same site, though, to be fair. You know, we've not had a lot of information from elsewhere that could sort of verify this and back it up. But they do seem to have a good hit rate when it comes to Star Wars stuff. So, you know, most likely they'll be at least, if it's not 100% true, they'll be 60, 70% of yeah. it that, that does fall in because, like, you know, that, that just makes sense to me. Yeah, I can see that. Um, That's bad for Star Wars news. Yeah, not not too bad, guys. You guys got a nice little conversation there in the in the middle about uh, what it would be like with other other galaxies. And I and I'll say this: they get so wrapped up in focusing on this one small time period and 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 group of people within the galaxy, so afraid to go out of it that there's there's enough of a within this one galaxy to explore without having to bring in too much about others now if it's just a hey these things came from outside and leave it at that yeah leave fine, it as a mysterious kind of place yeah, that maybe as as doesn't need to get explored yeah that's never, a different yeah. situation but i don't want to see a set of movies in that no. other galaxy with a whole new sandbox mm-hmm. and different nope. rules and everything no. nope that's what that's what a new uh franchise that's called for. yeah that's called a new yeah. franchise and if, if people say you made it too close to star wars then you know you probably did and you'll get sued <laughs> good luck with that anyways guys yeah that'll do it for us check out uh the website lrmonline.com every day for all entertainment news needs opinions written articles reviews all this interviews. stuff we spoke about it's all on there all up there and uh and more uh you can mm-hmm. uh, if you're listening to this podcast on your favorite app hit that red subs or hit the hit the follow button uh we got a lot of great shows daily cog breaking geek covering uh general geek and pop culture and entertainment we've got uh avr for anime uh marvel multiverse for for marvel and of course the cantina for star wars all of those get video format on youtube so if you excuse me if you uh like youtube videos uh 
subscribe to the to the channel because uh, we also have some uh, uh, YouTube exclusive stuff like the uh, anime reactions and trailer reactions. So check those out. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. Cam, that's the plugs, man. Anything else you wanted to say? Uh, we're almost because we'll, 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 we'll be doing another one next week, won't we? That'll be kind of yeah. our last wonderful Christmas. Yeah, so, yeah. So we'll, we'll wish everybody Merry Christmas at that point. All right, guys. May the force be with you. <laughs> Not unless we absolutely have to. Yeah. All right. May the force be with you. special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.